Big Fluff. Mm. Time for a new day. But as we always say, neatness counts. That's right, Mario. And by the way, move a little piece of spaghetti on your overalls. You, Luigi. And you have a little bit of spaghetti sauce on your shirt, as usual. Oh, really? And your shoes are dirty. And your socks don't match. Yeah, you got five cavities. Hello? Hello? Say hello. I did. Well, I did. Over here. <laughs> Hi, are you the Mario Brothers? Sure. Oh, you're Nicole Leggett. We watch your show all the time. Mario and I are your biggest fans. What are you doing in the medicine cabinet? I'm checking the expiration date on your toothpaste. It's very important, you know. Can I come in? Sure, come on in. <laughs> This is Hobo Radio, and you are Lars Periwinkle. How are you? I'm I, money. I just want to, the way I phrase it, I was trying to like change it up a little bit, but now I'm like, do you think like the listeners were like, I'm not Lars Periwinkle? What is he talking about? <laughs> like, you think that confused anyone? Was that too? Yeah, I think they're, they're all <laughs> fucked up now. Hey, <laughs> listeners, everybody calm down. Stop You're it. You're not Lars Periwinkle. <laughs> I, I promise you, you don't want to be. I just imagine them all, they have their headphones and they're just staring in the mirror, like, like just staring and touching their face. Like, yeah. like I what? I am, I have become him. <laughs> they're peeling that crap off their face. Oh, like there the American an Psycho? An idea that is Lars Periwinkle. <laughs> and though you may <laughs> shake my head. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, can we, look, this was not, this was not on the docket, but I gotta say, um, uh, I follow some. Um, I've, I follow a qu- quite a, quite a few movie sites on um, on Instagram because they just like I don't know. I just like watching clips of movies and shit like that. But uh, American Psycho ends up there quite a bit, and I gotta say, like Mary Heron, mm-hmm. the director of that movie, created such a world. That I always lose track of when that movie was made because it is so it is so New York in the 1980s, a place, a place that I've never lived. (laughs) And also I was born in 1982, so I experienced a very different 1980s than what that movie portrays. But I always forget that that movie was made in the late 90s because it is so 1980s. Yeah. Well, let me just say, um, I was a high powered businessman in the 1980s in New York. And so I can tell you for sure exactly what it was like. Yeah. Yeah. She nailed it. Every detail is perfect. I I believe you. I believe you. I see all that. I see all those white outlines around your nose. (laughs) No, but that movie is great. That is a movie 
that Molly and I watch probably once a year. We no watch, kidding. Yeah, we watch American Psycho. It's great. It's a really good. It is. Yeah. It is really great. No. Yeah. It uh, holds up really well. That was the movie, too, when they announced that uh, Christian Bale was going to be Batman. I was excited because I was like, yep. Yeah. Like, he's going to do it. Like, his, his Bateman made me believe that he would be a good Batman. Bateman. Batman. I never thought about that, but, you know practically the same words yeah you probably you probably didn't think about it because it's nothing it's nothing yeah that's probably it but yeah no patrick bateman is patrick bateman is the 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 person that bruce wayne portrays so people yeah. doesn't they, yes they don't think yeah like that. there's a similarity like obviously yeah. i mean they're they're kind of yeah it's one of them is is murdering people <laughs> And the other is just assaulting criminals. Like, but it's pretty much the same thing. I live a day, like I have a day job as a businessman and a dark secret underneath. Like they're, they're basically the same dynamic. I think it's very close. Let, Let me ask you this. Oh. I don't know. I don't know if we've addressed this on the show, man, because you're, um, you're the, uh, the Batman dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, what are you uh, what are you looking for? What are you looking for in the Batman, the Robert Pattinson Batman? Can are I you looking for something? Are you anticipating anything? Do you have any thoughts? Can I tell you? And it's funny. So you when we started the show a thousand years ago, um, you, that was kind of the thing, right? It was like I, I was kind of framed as I'm the Batman fan and you're the Star Wars fan. And, and uh. maybe you feel this way about Star Wars this is why I'm, I'm setting this up the way that I am. I mean this in the nicest way possible. I'm going to watch it. I think it might even be good. I don't care. Right on. (laughs) I don't. I have no... Like, here's the thing, and I don't even mean that, like, in a shitty way, but when I was a kid, you know, I was a huge Batman fan, and I I didn't even know, like, the, the idea... When they made the Michael Keaton Batman, and I was young, and I got to see that on the screen, it blew my mind, the idea that they made a Batman movie. And even though that one is flawed in a lot of ways, like, I probably, if I'm really being honest with myself, I probably would have been happy if all we ever got was that movie, you know? Like, just, hey, we got a Batman movie. Michael Keaton's a great Batman. Jack Nicholson's a great Joker. I wish he wasn't murdering so many people. (laughs) But, like, you know, other than that, it's a really good movie. And then we got Batman Returns, which I also enjoyed. Then we got some bad ones. Then, like, Nolan comes along. And he makes his trilogy. And after we got the Dark Knight, like, that's about it, right? Like, I couldn't, I couldn't ask for a better Batman movie than that. Like, they, they nailed it. Like, that is, again, wish they didn't murder people. But <laughs> huh. uh, other than that, I think the Dark Knight is about as perfect a Batman movie as could be made. I really love the Dark Knight Rises. I know that that one's more controversial, but I love the Nightfall storyline. Um, I thought they did really well. I thought Tom Hardy was a really great Bane. I like those movies. I think they're very well done to the point. Like they, they satisfied everything I wanted. So then we got Ben Affleck, Batman, and he's, he's honestly good as a Batman, even though I don't think those movies are good. I like Affleck, the casting, but then we got those movies, we got justice league, we got all this stuff. And it's like, so maybe this will be good. But it's like, you know what I mean? It's like house money at this point. Like, I've cashed my chips out. And I'm just paying, like, I'm playing $5 blackjack because I'm waiting for my friends to wrap. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't care. 
don't care if this movie is good or bad. Like we did it. We we got all the Batmans <laughs> that we need. <laughs> so that's my real opinion. And like I said, maybe you feel that way about Star Wars, like post the last no. Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. It um yeah, I guess if I was alive in 1980, <laughs> yeah, right? when Empire came out, we did it! Yeah, if you'd but seen no, that in the never, theater. Yeah. It was never fully realized again, I guess. Well, you know what? You know what? You know what? Hmm. Um, before, I, before I comment on, on what you just said, um, I think my full realization... My full realization, my, um, I don't know, my, my Nolan trilogy of Star Wars um, were, is the first two seasons of The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. specifically when Luke Skywalker showed up. Yep. And my wife can attest to this because she was sitting right next to me. Uh, like Niagara Falls, Frankie. Like I was just <laughs> losing it losing it i was it was just this is this is what i've been looking for this is what i've been looking for since not my whole life since 1999 when the phantom menace came out this is what i expected and now it's here and i had to wait two years and two full seasons of a of a television show on a internet disney channel mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy um but there it was that's what that's what it was and then cool anything anything now anything now is gravy and i i really like your loyalty to the dark knight rises not that not that it's shit but it really i think that movie suffers from two things one the thing that we all suffer from and that is um That is the loss of Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. Full disclosure, I had to look his name up. I could not think oh, of it. Yeah, it was a, that was a very long pause. I was like, you are just really taking a moment. To, he wants to word this correctly. You forgot. In memoriam. He, no, I just couldn't think of his name. But we, the loss of Heath Ledger. We lost what's he, his name. We got... <laughs> He's so talented. I just couldn't think. No, of his name, I, dude, I, I dude, trust me. The age that we are in the like after this last year, I find that all the time. Like I used to pride myself on being really good with like actors' names, and now IMDb is my best friend these days. Yes, <laughs> like, yes, indeed. Uh, but yeah. So what's the other? So Heath Ledger, yeah, him dying, and then you said two things. So. Um, I don't. Yeah. I can't really back this up, but I think the city of Pittsburgh. Yeah, I, 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 I would, it just didn't work for me. Like Pittsburgh was all over that movie and it just didn't work for me. Man. Yeah. You know what? That's that one's fair out of all the criticism that I've heard of that movie. That is the most valid because I don't have an answer for it of like, yeah, that bothers me, too. Like you you had yeah. like, first of all, Gotham is New York in my mind, I think in everyone's mind. And yeah. then even that's very confusing because I never really understood that Gotham and Metropolis are supposed to be, I don't know, like they're each half of New York, I guess. I don't know how the fuck that works. Yeah, but Right, right, right. Like, like maybe, like maybe Gotham is Brooklyn. That doesn't make sense. The buildings yeah. are too tall. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. I always, when I was a kid, I assumed that Metropolis was in Kansas. I thought it was supposed to be like a major city in Kansas. I always, I always thought that Metropolis was Chicago. 
and Gotham yeah. was New York. Yeah, that would have made the way sense. I kind of yeah, that would have made total sense. In my head anyway. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, yeah, the Pittsburgh thing is weird. And then you like, I mean, they're wearing Steelers jerseys and Steelers colors, and you know, it's it's very Pittsburgh. I would totally agree with that. Um, I think that's a valid. Yeah, that's a criticism of the movie because Pittsburgh is terrible, and I've only ever been there once. But it sucks, and Permanente Brothers sucks, and my. <laughs> Yeah, I'm coming out hot. I don't, I don't give a fuck. Pittsburgh sucks. If you're listening and you're from Pittsburgh, I don't want you to be listening to this. How about that? Just being clear. Yeah, come on, Pittsburgh. This isn't out of ignorance. I went I went to the Unicorn. I went to Filthy McNasty's. I went to Permanis. Like, I, not, did, I did this shit. I, I went to the goddamn Warhol Museum. I yeah, walked up his street. It's it just, I, like, I, I couldn't give a fuck. Yeah. You come over the mountains and you see Pittsburgh? Yeah. yeah. It's a nice looking town. No substance, Pittsburgh. I'm no. sorry. No. I'm sorry. And that was the thing was I had a friend and that was their whole thing is he was like, you have to try Permanente Brothers. Like he was from Pittsburgh. My buddy from Pittsburgh was like, this is the thing you have to do. And I tried it. I'm like, ah, it's some like lunch meat and some fries on some bread. I don't like it was OK. But yeah. like, this is the thing I have to try. And then I swear to God, he goes, oh, were you drunk? You got to be drunk. <laughs> it's like. That to me was like the best thing in Pittsburgh. Apparently, is just being drunk. I think is the actual answer. I, yeah, I would I would agree with that. But yeah, also you like you put potatoes on a sandwich. What the fuck are you doing? What's not even? What are you doing? This is it's nothing. That's not a. You did a thing that like a weird child would do. You just picked up your fries yeah, exactly. that were next to the sandwich and you just put it on the sandwich. And you're like, That's, we, yeah. hey, hey, move over, L.A. We got a new food scene on the town. <laughs> That's not a gimmick. Yeah, it's not a gimmick. Hey, look, it's fusion. We did fusion. Fuck. <laughs> anyway i didn't know i didn't mean to go on that whole thing but uh no it's okay but i'm just saying hey hey pittsburgh you got fred rogers oh man yeah he's good end of list yeah that's 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 it yeah that's that's the entire list uh but uh that being said yeah i i sincerely think this because i like the dark knight a lot but i think heath ledger is so good in that movie that it makes people think that the movie was better than it was, which is not a knock on the movie, because my point is, I think quality wise, there's not much difference between the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises. Like, because I, people are like really nitpicking stuff about the Dark Knight Rises. They're like, well, I don't know if this makes sense. And I'm like, I, a guy whips out a gun on Harvey Dent, like in a courtroom, and he takes it away and is like, I'm not done with you yet. Like, it's. It's not the tightest, most realistic script I've ever seen. Like, but I think we ignore that because of how good Heath Ledger is. Like he he tricks you into thinking that it's a more elevated movie than it is, which is great because that's how talented he was. But point being, I think when the next movie came along and wasn't worse substantially, it just didn't have Heath Ledger. Then it made people realize like, oh, wait, are these not what I thought they were? That's my stance. And I will say this about The Dark Knight Rises. It took Nolan three movies to figure out how to film fight choreography. Because Batman Begins, he's bad at it. It's shaky camera. You can't track anything that's happening. It's impossible to see. The Dark Knight, it's okay. The fight scenes are like the scene underground where 
Batman shows up to Bane's lair and Bane just beats the shit out of him and breaks his back. That is the best fight sequence that Nolan filmed in all three of those movies. And it's not even close to me. Like, it's great. Well, I think. First of all. I would never in a million years have expected you to say what you just said. <laughs> I just I just wouldn't have. But it's I mean, let's let's look at trilogies, right? The the middle one is the great one, mm-hmm. right? Because it's always, it, do, it yeah. doesn't it doesn't it doesn't have to do any story or character building and also it doesn't have to end the story. It's just the meat. It's yeah. the meat. It's that also is, the one that the, you yeah. It's the burger, it's the steak, it's the turkey. That's what you want. You don't go up you don't go up into a um a deli and say, um, oh, I'm so excited to eat to eat this uh ciabatta. No, you say I like I, I want this fucking roast beef sandwich. Right. It's the middle. Totally. Um so so, so the third movie's already at a disadvantage. Um yeah, sure, fight choreography, but also, like, I don't know. I don't think Selena Kyle was fully realized. I, Robin really? was in it, which sucked. Why I mean, are you bothering with Ra's al Ghul's wife? For a good portion of the movie, Bruce Wayne is in a hole in the middle of a desert that we, we don't know where that is. It was a very weird way to end that trilogy. Okay, well, first of all, the hole was Pina Dura. I mean, read your comics, Lars. Uh, but... <laughs> Uh, but, uh, I like Selena Kyle. I thought that, I thought Anne Hathaway was great. I thought that character was the best part of that movie. Honestly, I thought they wrote her really well. I, I really okay. liked her. Okay. I, I think, look, you want my biggest gripe with the Dark Knight Rises. I do. Is, first of all, the whole, you know, when they like rob the stock market and they do everything. Uh, Bruce Wayne should have been able to prove that was fraud based on the fact that like suddenly all his accounts are emptied out the day that happens. Get a better lawyer, Bruce. But second of all, it's literally like the same day. Like it's the he's on the front page of the newspaper, which means this is like the day after that happened when uh, what's her name that turns out to be Talia al Ghul. Like she comes over. They cut his power off. I'm like, he couldn't have even been late. (laughs) (laughs) like like that was just a utility guy being like ah fuck this guy like he didn't have money what's he gonna do like he could not like it would take so long for his power to get cut off like anyway so that bothered me i I remember someone by the way being like i didn't like that movie because you see him climb out of the prison and then how does he get back to gotham we don't see it and it's like motherfucker because he's batman yeah, yeah, he just figured it out. He gives a fuck about that. Yeah, like that, but uh, well, like I mean, there's there's things to nitpick. I think, I think it's like if you want my real grape of that movie, I don't think he was Batman long enough to justify a lot of the storytelling of that movie because they they sort of weirdly like they could have implied that he had been Batman longer and maybe he was Batman for a while being hunted. But they kind of like okay. make it explicit, like he stopped being Batman after the Harvey right. Dent thing. And I'm like, so he was Batman like a year? Right. And then he's that like beaten down and that ready to retire. I'm like, he should have been Batman longer. That's honestly, and his goatee is stupid. There, those are all my complaints. <laughs> 
with the movie. But no, I think it's a good looking movie. I like it has the most IMAX footage, which man, like, look, Bane. It, look, I'm going to be honest. I love Bane in that movie. He's great. No notes on Bane. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, no, but like the way that he like when he takes over that plane in the beginning, that scene with uh, yeah. the guy from The Wire. That was some real <laughs> shit. Man. Yeah. Like that was fucking I, that was a great way to start a movie. Yeah. So that's I what, was like, what the fuck is going on? Why is that plane parallel to the ground? Yeah. Um, perpendicular to the ground. I'm like, yeah. I, I, this, this is bonkers. Look, and also the voice is silly, but I'm so glad he did it. I don't know why Absolutely. that's the voice Tom Absolutely. Hardy's doing, but iconic. Like, I couldn't give a shit. Yeah. yeah that's great. Yeah. Great. Also the most fun to do an impression of. Like, for sure. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to, we don't need to, like, trust me, we're at almost episode 600. If you want to hear our thoughts on uh, the Dark Knight trilogy, listen to any random episode <laughs> from the past. Yeah, fair <laughs> like, enough. Uh, but yeah, I, point B, man, all I'll say is this, this is the last thing I'll say. If you think you don't like the Dark Knight Rises and maybe you only saw it once, just just watch it again. And watch it again now that we've gotten these more recent Zack yes. Snyder movies and maybe yes. maybe you'll be not as hard on it. Maybe you'll remember <laughs> like you said you said hard on. <laughs> You've only adopted the hard on. <laughs> I I was born in the hard on. You know what? I guess in yeah. some way yeah, yeah, we yeah. were all born in the hard on. But you reminded me by the way of a thing that I did have down that I want to talk about that's okay. tangentially related, which is this. Okay, so Suicide Squad came out recently James Gunn Love that movie. Really enjoyed it. We talked about it already on the Still show. Talking about this nerdy shit. Okay. But no, 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 this is actually not. So I just want to point this out because this is something I noticed. So when that trailer came out, which that trailer is great. Um, one of the things they said in it was huh. from the beautiful, twisted mind of James Gunn. Remember? Like, I don't know if you ever saw the trailer, but they, they say that. Um, I definitely saw the trailer, but I. Don't recall that. I'll take your word for it. All right. But I, I remembered it. It stuck out to me for whatever reason because I thought that was interesting. I was like, okay. Sure. From the beautiful twist of mind of James Gunn. So, I, you know, that was a thing. That movie came out, did well. So, then I'm watching the trailer for One Night in Soho, right? The new Edgar Wright movie. Of course. Looks really cool. But I catch this. Very cool. I am so excited oh. for that movie. I'm so excited for it too. Looks really great. Definitely want to see it. But I catch it this. It looks really great. No fucking idea what it's about. It's, I am just, I'm into it. It's just, it looks weird. And I, yeah, I really enjoy that. But I'm watching yeah. it. They get towards the end. You know what it says up on the screen? From the yep. imagination of Edgar Wright. Then I'm watching this trailer for this movie, Prisoners of Ghostland, which if you haven't okay. seen this trailer, watch it. It's, it's a new Nick Cage movie. It looks, oh, fuck. it looks Peak, Say no more. Yeah, it looks peak Nick. It's so Nick Cage. He's got like explosives <laughs> around his neck and around his crotch, and he has to do some mission. Oh, Christ it, Almighty! It looks great. But so check this out. So I'm watching that movie, right? Uh -huh. Gets towards the end from the warped mind of Sion Sono. Okay, so beautiful twisted mind of James Gunn, imagination of Edgar Wright, warped mind. So this is now. I'm just pointing this out. This is a tr we're doing this now. This is a trend. This is, mm. you know, this is the new visionary director. <laughs> you now have to say that it's from the director's mind, apparently. Yeah, I th it's probably just another way to brand it. 
right? Like, mm-hmm. this is the brand. Like, Edgar Wright is a brand. Yeah. I just, yeah. like I said, I for a long time, it was from visionary director, which I, I never understood what that one meant, because aren't all directors, I would hope they're visionary. It's a visual medium. Like, I hope that you <laughs> can picture yeah, it. Well, you know, I, um, let me just check. Um, but I kind of get the distinction between, between James Gunn and, um, uh, the 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 next person that you talked about, Edgar Wright. Yes, um, only because I do believe that Edgar Wright uh wrote Last Night in Soho, right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. So like, so James Gunn uh, uh not only adopting um adopting this material, but also kind of inheriting. Uh, this movie, right? Because they already made a Suicide Squad. So okay, he's kind of he's warp mine. I think it's a stupid, stupid verbiage. But okay, sure. And then from the imagination of Edgar Wright, if you know he wrote that movie, it is from his imagination. Um, that last one, I don't know. I can't explain that. The first time I heard, like I. I remember because like, look, directors are a brand. They have been since the birth of film. People are just into certain directors. You directed a movie that everyone liked. They're going to, um, they're going to be interested in another movie you, you directed. Cool. The first time I heard twisted mind was when, um, Danny, Danny DeVito directed Death to Smoochie. And they go, from the twisted mind of Danny DeVito. <laughs> it's like, you, you watch the movie, look, people take a shit on um, Death to Smoochie. Death to Smoochie is fucking funny. It I is. like Death to Smoochie. That's it's a good, good movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a hilarious movie. I don't, I don't know why they need to, like, brand it further with with extra adjectives well it's funny because i mean to your point too it's like from i I mean the the standard way to do it is like from james gunn director of the like director of uh you know guardians of the galaxy and slither and you know like usually they just say the movies that someone's done (laughs) that are relevant to the conversation it's just yeah i don't know like i just found it interesting because i just like it seems like clearly whatever's in the the air right now with like film trailer marketing companies this is what they're pitching <laughs> to all their clients <laughs> it's so wild right like i and i think they um and i think it's too it really does speak to the films that we're talking about right so um suicide squad is a follow up to a movie that did that made a lot of money but a lot of people disliked um you, you and i included um and then um this nick cage movie no one knows what the fuck it is and we honestly like i don't, I don't know about you but i don't recognize that person's name that's attached I, to it. i don't Do you no i don't okay yeah and then in the middle we have um we have edgar wright who's has name recognition but it's a it, it's it seems to be a new venture for him. So I think they're putting these these descriptors onto their, I don't know, brains. 
<laughs> that, that is to make people excited about it because there isn't the brand recognition. There might be the name recognition. There, there might be the star recognition, but there's not the brand. So it's like, you know, just to give you a sense of what we're talking about here, this movie is twisted. <laughs> like, and I'm like, it's, you know, it just might, it might be a freaky ass movie. I don't know. We can just calm the fuck down. Show me scenes from the goddamn film and then we'll decide whether or not we want to watch it. It would be funny if they had to keep coming up with superlatives for directors. <laughs> like, from the yeah. derivative appropriating mind of Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> 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 from the diminishing return mind of spike lee uh, from the tired mind of steven spielberg <laughs> from 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 the national holiday mind of gary marshall oh my god rest in peace Gary Marshall. <laughs> R.I.P. Gary Marshall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, hey, I got another movie that we can talk about that I don't know if you saw this, but... Sure, lay it on me. So, they uh, announced that there's gonna... Nintendo is, is taking a swing oh, at another Super Mario Brothers movie. <sighs> I Which heard. You? I saw this today. I am so disappointed. <laughs> yeah, so... And it's funny because on the other podcast that I do, Silver Linings Playback, we recently mm -hmm. watched Super Mario Brothers, the original movie. Uh, rest sure. in peace, Bob Haskins, um, also. So did you... So you recently watched the I Super did. Mario I Brothers I movie? I, I did. Fuck yeah. me, dude. Are you okay? It's... It's, it's, it's rough. Oh, it's... Man. It was... It was difficult. Um... But uh, one, of the, one of one of the biggest disappointments of my childhood. Yeah, you know what's so funny too. You know what I had forgotten about that movie that until we did it. You know that that came out like around the same time as Jurassic Park. Ah, uh, <laughs> like I think within the same month, if I remember correctly. But it's like son of a bitch. That's close, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and watch that movie and watch Jurassic Park and see which one holds up. They're both about dinosaurs. <laughs> Uh, but one of them holds up. But anyway, so this was weirdly something because like there were, you know, like mutterings of there was going to be. And so this is, I think from what I understand is an animated uh, movie, but we had kind of mentioned that. But they, but yeah, so the cast just came out, uh, I think yesterday uh, that right. they announced it. But yeah, it's and it's funny because, you know, I also recently uh, on my own, not for any podcast, I finally watched the movie Sonic because I was bored one day, which oh, okay. is, is fun. Look, Fun movie. It's fun. fun. Movie. It was, yeah, I will watch the sequel. I think it's a really fun, great movie. Yeah. No, I thought it was fun too. Uh, and also, man, I it's really funny. And I credit Thirty Rock for this a lot. I had no opinion of James Marsden, who worked for a really long time, yeah. and then after that show, and now in this, I'm like, he is delightful. He's he a, is. He's a little he marzipan very... candy man. <laughs> I think like don't like give this man something to do other yeah. than be like non-threateningly handsome. Yeah. And pretty pleasant. You know, like he's he's fun. I'm into yeah. I'm into James Marsden. Yeah. But uh I don't know. I always say the St. Patrick's Day episode of 30 Rock where Liz can't say that she loves him and then he says you're almost there, buddy. Like it gets me. Anyway, 
So that movie was fun. And I like, I want there, I don't know why, but you know, I mean, we're of the right age. I would love there to be a good Mario animated movie. I think there's room for it. And you've had, look, the movie was very bad, but Bob Haskins, Greek Hoskins. Hoskins. Sorry, I keep saying Haskins because that's the brain dying thing that you and I are both talking uh-huh. about. <laughs> uh, I know, I know. We used to make we used to make fun of our parents all the time for getting names wrong. Yeah, now we know. Now yeah. we know. But now uh, I know why my mom always says, "You know who's really handsome is that Liam Nielsen." <laughs> I have no leg to stand on anymore. What's her Liam Nielsen rating? <laughs> so stupid. So stupid. Uh, okay, I'll just I'm just gonna I'll put in the edit point. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, Three, okay. two, one, funny line. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Bob Hoskins, um great great you can't find better casting from Mario than him. Like, oh man, looks just like him. Looks just like him. They, there was an animated show when we were young that and for if you now if you if you are like a day one listener of Hobo Radio, you Look, will remember. You guys, this is yeah. this is five ninety nine. Yeah, this, this is, is episode five ninety. This is five ninety. You're an old school listener. But yeah, if you if you've been if you've been true since day one, if you've been rolling with the hobos since since episode one, <laughs> you will remember that before my current sign off for a long time, my sign off was. Um, I would say don't do drugs or you go to hell before you die, which was said by Captain Lou Albana, who voiced Mario in the anime. That was from that. He did like a PSA where he was dressed as Mario, uh-huh. uh, but it was a Mario cartoon. Captain Lou. Also great. You need an Italian man who sounds mm-hmm. kind of ridiculous and uh, of New York. I feel like uh-huh. are the requirements of Mario, which is funny, too, because. The actual, like, guy who voices what we now know of as Mario, like, kind of, the, it's a me, Mario. Like, he doesn't really sound like that. But you don't want to sound like that anyway. Like, you, but you want, to me, you want an Italian from New York. You want anyone who's ever been in, like, a Scorsese movie, you know, or, like, yeah, anyone but- <laughs> who's ever been on The Sopranos. Like, you know, get, uh, get, get little Stevie to voice mario oh little little steven <laughs> yeah get him i think he'd be a great mario <laughs> yeah and look like um yeah L- captain lou albano was uh was a wrestler mm-hmm. you know he was a professional wrestler and he was a lot of fun as uh as mario as super mario mario um on that show danny wells was luigi look you guys if <laughs> I want you to, if, oh man, I want you to watch an episode of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Yes. Yeah. Any, any episode. And you don't have to watch all the way through. Watch the, whatever, the three minute interstitial where it's live action and they just kind of like set up whatever the fuck ever. And, um, Danny Wells was a man who, who was an actor. He played (laughs) Luigi on this show. He was incredible. Mm-hmm. And look, I'm not blowing this out of proportion. His timing was great. His acting was great. This is a guy who was a great actor, got cast in this show. Uh, who cares? I'll, ca- I'll cash a paycheck. But then acted the fuck out of Luigi. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's, he's so good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that show was great. 
Uh, the casting was good. Again, if you want to listen to the Silver Linings playback, we we fully break down why that movie is terrible and all of the things yeah, that went wrong with it. But casting was good because like was almost a good Luigi too. Um, but they announced the cast for this new animated movie, and I am very confused by the casting for Mario, which is Chris Pratt. Yep. Which I look, I don't, I don't like. I don't have anything against him in, in general, but why? Why? Uh, because they need to have famous voices, man. Because it's lame. I don't know, man. Cartoons are cartoons can be pretty lame in that they just cast famous people. What well, is so such a weird... It's such movie. a weird... I've never understood because it's such a weird waste of money because kids don't care. And you would they save... Not, they do not care. You would save so much <clears throat> money if you just cast Billy West... And Gray Delisle yep. and like John yep. DiMaggio, like, no, no, and Tara I mean, Strong. You're, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, man, if I could, I would cast Tara Strong to narrate my dreams. Yeah, <laughs> he's so fantastic. But that's um, the thing is, like, there's yeah, there's just there are you know voice actors out there. There's a voice actor who could do probably a, exactly what we you would want from a Mario. You know, sure. And look, Chris Pratt might and probably will give you exactly what you want from a Mario, but it's just, he's so high profile. He could be doing other things now. Now I will ask you, do you have any problem with the casting of Luigi? Oh, okay. Well, so yeah, just to get that out of the way. So yeah, Chris Pratt, not Italian, doesn't have the New York voice that I want. Should have been Paul F. Tompkins. Just put that out there. Uh, Should have been Tompkins. Um, He... He has a he mustache. He's also not Italian and from Philadelphia. But he has a mustache. <laughs> uh, and he looks like Mario. <laughs> Touche. He does kind of look like Mario. He's also <laughs> he also might be the same height. I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry, Paul. Uh, well, now we're not going to get him favorite, on the show. Favorite comedian. I know. That's why we're not a real podcast. We've never had Paul F. on the fucking show. 600 episodes and we've never had Paul F. Tompkins. Like that, that has hell? to be a record. You know what? Can we start that campaign? Yes. Yeah. It's, Christ it, almighty. A 600. I swear to God. It's got to it's got to be a record. We have to be the, the longest running show to never <laughs> have had Paul F. Tompkins on. We have to be. You know what? Let me throw this out there. If someone would like to tweet this or IG it or whatever, pass this along because I remember uh, you and I, Mr. Murphy, had a conversation once and I know that my wife and I had the same conversation talking about um, PFT's career as a whole, mm-hmm. as a whole, talking about it. His personal career is like um, the Beatles entire catalog, right? Yes. Yeah. And that it's all good. Mm-hmm. No notes great love it all but that sweet spot right in the middle like that um that rubber soul revolver sergeant peppers era those three (laughs) albums for them is his um his freak wharf his laboring under delusion and crying and driving Mm -hmm. those three comedy specials that he did are so goddamn perfect Yep. I would encourage all of us, dear listeners, if you haven't, listen to those those three specials. I think they're available on YouTube or Spotify or whatever the fuck ever. Listen to them. They're goddamn hilarious. Yes. For a, a comic, when you talk about comics that don't do jokes, there are setup and deliveries. It's just someone's um, 
someone's unique perspective on the life they're living and the world around them. I don't I don't think it gets better than that in my personal opinion. Granted, I am a huge fan. Yes. My favorite bit, by the way, from Paul F. Tompkins is his whole thing about the spring snakes in the like the jar. The peanut brittle. The peanut brittle. Which which isn't on those three albums. So yeah. another perfect thing he did. The peanut brittle. Peanut brittle bit is great. Christ Paul, almighty. Yeah, Paul, Paul Tompkins, Tompkins is- and the peanut brittle. Look that one up too. If you just want to laugh if you want to laugh laugh. If you want to laugh harder than you ever have at this podcast, <laughs> go listen to all that shit. By the way, I you reminded me of something because you mentioned uh, your wife, and um, I yeah. I have a story that well is mostly for her that you'll have to relate to her. Okay. Um, today earlier today, I went to Target to pick up a couple yeah. of things. I went to the one at the Galleria, and okay, I was park yeah park my car, get out of it. Walking towards the target, I get to the end of the parking garage, and someone's coming towards me, and we're maybe like five feet away from each other, and I'm staring at this person. They're wearing a mask, they're wearing sunglasses, but there's something about them, and I'm like, I can't. Again, we're like you and I are talking about our brains are dying. I'm trying to understand, but I'm like looking at this person. I'm like, why? Why am I looking at this person? What? Why do I recognize them? I'm staring and and he's walking towards me and we get close. Like I said, we're like maybe five feet apart. We're close enough that he he clocks me because I'm looking at him and I can see on his face that he's kind of watching me to see if I'm going to say something because then I'm realizing like this person is famous and they think I might like, I think that he was trying to clock. Do I, am I going to say something like out of recognition? Like he's just doing his shopping at Target but he's like, he knows that I'm looking at him and he's like waiting to see if I'm going to be like, oh my God, you're, and then it hits me with the mask, with the glasses. It takes a second, but I'm like, that's Tim Heidecker. Get the fuck out <laughs> of here. Yep. Yep. Is and then anything? He, nope. <laughs> he walked <laughs> by me. <laughs> yep. It was, said, in the, it was in the parking garage. It was in a parking garage. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I will definitely relay that story. Because what would you say? <laughs> no. I mean, what would you say? <laughs> I would have went through his Target bag and said, it's real meat and potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that I did. Yeah. So there. <laughs> uh, okay. So, but, but back to the, the topic at hand. As you alluded to, if people haven't heard, Charlie Day as Luigi. Yeah. Amazing. Good, right? I love it. It's perfect. It's so perfect. Which, again, I'm not the first person to point this out, but if you're going to cast Charlie Day, you know who you could have cast as Mario? Danny DeVito. Yep. Would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but, we need a, uh, we need a grizzled old Italian who is very short and has a belly. I guess Chris Pratt. I actually saw someone pointing out, like, with if they had continued to make the Hoskins like Mario, you should have cast DeVito then as Wario. Like, he would have been. Oh, man. Well, we don't know that they haven't. Yeah, that's true. Maybe DeVito will be Wario, which would be amazing. Jesus Jesus Christ. If, look, chances are, as much as I think this doesn't need to happen, uh, this movie, I will go see it. And if I'm sitting in a movie theater, you know, um, 
in these, uh, you know, giant recliner chairs that they have in the movie theater now with my, my arm around my, my beautiful wife, Julia. And there is a twist in the movie where Wario shows up and he's voiced by Danny DeVito. She just gasped. I heard, I heard it. Her. She's, I heard did it. Did you hear it? I heard she that, yeah. We will both shit our pants <laughs> and immediately start laughing until we vomit. And then there's going to be an awful mess in this movie theater. <laughs> Here's a, How about this for a pitch? Look, I know that obviously you have him, you have Charlie Day. People are going to say it's derivative, but I would say it's an homage. So here's my pitch. Mario okay, Tarantino. Go ahead. <laughs> from the beautiful, twisted mind of Joel Murphy. <laughs> Um, but no, so Mario and Luigi, they're sitting on a leather couch and they're discussing, they're discussing their plan and they, they don't want anyone else to know it. It's a, it's a secret and they think they're alone. So they're like, this is what we're going to do to get Bowser. And then they walk out of the room. We stay on the couch and a naked Wario <laughs> climbs out of it. Burst. <laughs> I think that would be a as good if, twist. As if it's like a giraffe being born. <laughs> I think that would be a good twist. And then just walks naked like to Bowser to like tip him <sighs> off. <laughs> that is a man who has no vanity, Danny DeVito. No, that, that is a man who has commitment. Yeah, God bless him. All right. Well, I feel like we should, we, since we teed this up, we should go through, uh, because they announced the full cast. So Anya oh, Taylor-Joy as Peach. Sure. sure. Yeah. Uh, I believe yeah. Emmy Award winner. I think she just, just won an Emmy for that. That's right. Yeah. Ch- ch- chess show. Chess show. Yeah. Which, chess show. Yeah. Which chess uh, we didn't show. Chess show. I need I need to enunciate <laughs> because he don't want to say oh. Anya Taylor Joy won for chess show. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Um yeah, which also we didn't talk about the Emmys. They happened. Uh, they yeah, they you, happened, and it sucks. Apparently, there's only one television show that yeah. anyone watches or cares about. Asshole. Yeah, I believe it really was four shows that won every award <laughs> combined. Straight up, I mean, I'm glad I almost hit you up, man. But I was so I was so disappointed. Like I don't you, like you know I have to say it every time, but they're award show. Who the fuck cares? But it's you know it's almost satisfying. Almost satisfying to see that um, that sci-fi and comic movies are treated the same on television as they are in movies. In <laughs> that, like well, no one, no one is good. There's no good acting in them. <laughs> you well, know what I mean? Well, right, and it's also yeah. They, you know, they did the bit this year where it's like we're going to nominate the Mandalorian. We're going to nominate Wandavision. But they're not going to win. No one's voting for them. We nominated them. That's good enough, right? We did it. <laughs> I think. Look, you're all you're all artists. I'm not saying that people who do technical stuff are not artists. Of course you are. When you're designing, when you're designing sound, when you're editing sound, when you're um, composing music, you know, um, uh, your Lopez's and Anderson Lopez's. Of of course you're artists. Of course you are. But when we're looking on screen at these people who are acting their asses off and then they, you know, you get nominated because you're so good at this, but you're not as good as someone who's pretending to be Prince Charles. I think it's horseshit. I just think it's horseshit. Like you create a character out of nothing. And um, 
you know, a, a, a writer burrs this character and then you as an actor give it life on film and make the entire audience care about it. And then you say, nope, not as good as this guy doing an impression of a monarch. I yeah. just think that sucks. That's my personal opinion, but well, I think that really fucking sucks. What well, also, I mean, you get into a thing too, where it's like these, these movies are so mainstream now that the same actors are in everything, you know, these shows and these, so like you run into situations where it's like some person is in the crown and they're in, you know, like, I mean, an example, I don't know, this is what popped to mind, but like Olivia Coleman, who just won an Emmy, who's delightful and should win every award because every acceptance speech that she has ever given is great. But like, 100%. she's also great in Hot Fuzz. <laughs> like, yes. like, you know what I mean? She's, she, also, she's also great in this dorky little UK show that you can watch called Peep Show. Absolutely yeah. delightful. Everything but, she does is great. Which you can see that too. Like, or Gillian uh, uh, Anderson, she won for The Crown. She's also currently starring in a show called Sex Education that she will not be nominated for. Is she... Nope markedly better in one than the other like they're the same actors you know right. like you just get into that shit also they did the same thing the academy awards did with chadwick boseman where they they honor michael k williams they sit there and they're like oh you know we miss him so bad and you nominate him from an award that you had no intention of ever voting for him for nope. like it's just they're so frustrating those awards and i still watch them it's and, so stupid yeah. i mean remember remember when the nominations came down came out i sent you that screenshot and i said think about how many television shows there are on on tv right now that you can watch and there were so many categories where it was like i don't know there were like um six slots and five of them were from the same tv show yeah when it's don't do real, that like nothing yeah. like no acting for pen 15 yeah but they get like they get nominated for best comedy they were never going to win that but like one of the best comedies on television, but no acting. Like, it's so stupid. The field is so vast that yet they still insist on doing this same award show when they you just can't sustain it anymore. There's there isn't just three networks. I think the yeah. Emmys are fucking pointless. But yeah. if you're going to do it, like, I don't know, spread it out, man. Well, it's also, I think, was the, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm giving you credit for this if it wasn't, but I think this was your idea, but it's the thing that, because I know we talked about this before on a podcast and I've remembered it ever since. Once either a person or a show wins an yep. Emmy, they shouldn't yep. get to win again. Like once 100%. you've said, okay, the crown is the best drama. Well, now the crown's not eligible to win best drama anymore. Or It can't be again. Yeah, you, like, you won it. Like, you, I don't know, you're the same, the same show. And I, I... I did suggest that. Yeah. And I um I drew inspiration from John Larroquette because when John Larroquette won his fourth Emmy for playing Dan Fielding on Night Court, he said, I am not going I am not going to allow my name to be put in the Emmy nominations anymore because this is ridiculous and other people should get a yeah. shot. Well that's I mean, and that's the whole thing. It's like, yes, like it's you've already been recognized, especially for like, I think they should do it for the, the show, too. But like specifically, like for the actors as well, like, yeah, we recognize that your performance as this person deserves an award. We're yeah. going to assume like you're a professional actor. We're going to assume you're not going to get worse at playing this person. So like, like no, you, you don't up, need to win every up. year. I mean, they did. They did. They did it with Ian McKellen. Right. So Ian McKellen wins um, Academy Award for playing Gandalf. 
for Fellowship of the Ring. He didn't get it for the next two movies. He was still equally as good. Yeah. It's and just, you could, the argument could be there were other people better, but no, they just gave him his recognition and they're not going to give, like he didn't even get nominated for the next two movies, right. but he was still acting the shit out of Gandalf, right? But yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I do think that was solved so much of just like, okay, we did it. So we this year we said the crown is great. We said that Ted Lasso is great. Like we, we said the hacks is great. And uh, the Queen's Gambit. All of those are brilliant. Yep. Uh, they, next year, none of those can win anything. <laughs> like, I think the Queen's right. Gambit was a limited series. But the other ones that are reoccurring, they're done. They, you have to find other shows. That would solve so much. Also, I want to say this before the end of the show, since we're talking about all of this. The, there are smarter, better people than us talking about this. But the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees is currently trying to negotiate a new union contract and they might have to strike and everyone should support them because they are the people who make all these things that we talk about every week and uh, they are not being paid fairly and they're expected to work like 18 hour days for not enough pay and they're currently trying to negotiate for a better contract, which uh, if you like all these things, you should support them because th this is all the like, as they would say in the business, below the line <laughs> talent. <laughs> like this is all the people who are skilled, you know, laborers who make everything that it, you know you see on screen and like run all of the departments for uh, you know, television and movies, and they're they're they deserve more money. I just wanted to throw that in there. No offense. That all sounds like some fucking commie gobbledygook. <laughs> I forgot. You know what? I forgot that that your uncle owns Disney. So <laughs> no, that was a that was a that was a, a quote from the late great Norm Macdonald. No, I know. But yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely support him. Yeah, no, and um, yeah, you got a union fight fight for what you want. Go yep. get it. Yeah, get it, man. Uh, anyway, uh, Jack Black as Bowser. What? Keegan Michael Key get is Toad. Get the fuck out of it. Who'd you say? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Do you not know this whole cast list? I I think I might have saw the list of people, but didn't see. Um, oh yeah, because he did a poster that was just the at. names, but then they came out. Yeah, Jack Black as Bowser. Christ Almighty. Keegan Michael Key as Toad. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Hold on. What the? F Why is that name involved in this project? Well, you know how Donkey Kong always like smoked pot all the time and like went, huh, huh, huh. me. And I know, and I know that's where Mario started. I think it's a horse. This is, I don't get this. Look, this is, this is the game for the masses. I understand that. Um, but with all of this epic nerd shit going on, you got your, um, you got your, uh, 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 what's that? What's that? Okay, whatever. You got your, your Vikings. Um, you got your Game of Thrones. There's all this epic shit going on. Um, we even got The Witcher. The Witcher, which was a great show <laughs> and still no serious live action Legend of Zelda anything. Oh, it's, and now we got the, yeah. now we got this crap coming out with Mario. Mario is not mm, officially. It is the flagship. Game of nintendo but we all know that zelda's better don't we all know that zelda's better look all i'm gonna say 
Tom Holland is Link. Zendaya is Zelda. Boom. Is that for real? Is that I for just, real? No, I'm just saying that. I'm manifesting that. I'm saying, You're manifesting that. I'm saying, do you want to make a billion dollars at the box office? Tell me Tom Holland wouldn't be a, an amazing Link. I think Tom Holland would be, be a good Link. Z- Zendaya would be the perfect Zelda. I mean, she just and, would be. I don't, I, I have no, I have no notes there. Controversial, kind of controversial, perfect. but hear me out. Gilbert Godfrey is Navi. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Listen! <laughs> It'd be good, right? Just give and us money. A, um, <laughs> Larry David as Cannondorf. Oh my god. <laughs> that would be so good. Did I drop my ocarina? <laughs> Ganondorf, he just builds a temple to not have to deal with anyone else. It's just to keep <laughs> the rest of the population out. Uh, I don't know. There's, I, I, Fred Armisen is Cranky Kong. Just you know, Kevin Michael Richardson is Kamek. I don't even know who that character is. Are you making stuff up now? No, I'm just I'm reading several I'm reading. words that you've said. I'm just reading. Anyway, that's the cast list. Mario, you know. I look. We've been we've been wrong before. You know what? I won't. I won't creep you with me. I've been wrong several times on this show about this movie sounds shitty, and then I saw it, and it was pretty fucking great. The best example is Real Steel, which I thought was a goddamn joke of a yes, movie. Yeah, saw it in the theater, literally Amazing. cried. That is it's a great, great movie. It's great. Look, all I'll say is this: I'm skeptical, but Nintendo, if you're listening, give me a Switch, and then I'll promote the hell out of this movie. <laughs> mail me a Switch. That was that wasn't what I was expecting you to say. I want to play Breath of the Wild, and you uh, do. You I do. Know, want, so you bad. Do want to play Breath of so the Wild. bad. I I'm can't. in master mode right now, baby. I I'm can't. in master mode. Everything's getting difficult. The goddamn enemies are turning gold. I can't beat them. It's Look, a great, I can't. It's I can't. Game. I can't justify mm-hmm. buying a system for one game. But if I could, I, it would, and it would be for that game. Yeah. So I, the only way I justified it was I. I asked my wife yeah i said is it okay if i do this and she said of course yeah so look here's the thing too nintendo just so you so you know I, again i'm gonna promote mario every chance i get if you do it and i'll i'll pay for breath of the wild how about that you send me the switch and look a switch i don't want the light i don't want the i want the full like the real thing you know, I don't want the the like cheaper one. So you got to give me the the real switch, and then you know, I'll I'll buy the game. I'm down for that. You're gonna get a Wii U. Yeah, I'll do it. You're gonna get a Wii U. They made Breath of the Wild for the Wii U. Did they? That but, sounds so late. I want the little hand. I want to be able to play handheld. Like in, I want to be in bed being Link. I want them to make a goddamn Legend of Zelda movie. I they don't should. know what. Like even. Even the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, uh, Zelda was just an afterthought. And even then, it was just Link saying, excuse me, princess, over and over. Like, I don't I don't understand why Mario is so, like, that story is so confusing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's such a fucking clusterfuck. The bricks but are people. That's the one they focus. Yeah, right. The bricks are people. The bushes he's, are people. The clouds are people. He's he murdering. The whole it's murdering people. It's so people. jacked up, but Zelda is so straightforward. I don't know why they don't, they don't even try to figure it out. 
for yeah. the screen. No, and they like you said, it could be could be a series. Like there's there's definitely legs could to be anything. Of, they did yeah. it with The Witcher. And I'm yeah. pl- I like I'm playing the Witcher game right now. And um it would I think it would be a very boring series. However, I've watched The Witcher series and it's very good. So let's do some Zelda shit. Yep. Yep. Assholes. Alright, but that that's about it. I will look, maybe Maybe you're a procrastinator. Maybe you like to wait till the last minute to do things. If that is you, this is the last minutes of this episode, which is episode 599 of Hobo. 599. Lay the number on them, Steve Dave. Yeah. So next week is episode 600. And on episode 600, we are going to play voicemails from people who have left them by calling 213-770-7241. 213-770-7241. So if you want to be one of those people and you've heard us talking about it and you're like, I'll do that later. This is later. <laughs> there is no other time. This no is other it. time. This is it. You don't want to miss out because we will immediately, the second that episode airs, we are destroying that number. Zip it. You got to zip it to us. Uh, barring any sort of, you know, um, racial epithets or anything. We're gonna play it, like we'll, like whatever it is. We're gonna play it. You can just hold the phone up to your butt and let out a fart. We're gonna play that. That would be Come impressive. On. That would be impressive. Oh, Jesus Christ! So many, Sorry. so many good ideas. <laughs> my, my wife just said she literally did that. Did you really? But that was her. Yeah, that was her. Oh wow! I yeah, I felt that one like through the <laughs> through the phone that, line. That was her. That was her butt. <laughs> You're a lucky man. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> so remember, question everything. Shut up and call a lawyer. Hey, paisanos, it's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show! With the Mario Brothers and plumbing's a game. We're not like the others who get all the fame. If your sink is in trouble, you can call us on the double. We're faster than the others, you'll be hooked on the brothers. So hang on to your seat Get ready for adventure and remarkable feats You'll meet Koopas and Troopas The princess and the others Hanging with the plumbers You'll be hooked on the brothers to the bridge Hobo Radio is a production of Hobotrashcan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. In a world where people watch movies. I think I'm going to watch a movie. Sometimes they don't like what they see. I don't like this movie. Sometimes, they look for the silver lining. Wait a second. I like this part of this movie. Joel and Andy, do that work for you. The Silver Linings Playback. I like this part of this podcast where they tell me the part of the movie I like. 
every Monday on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts.